Okay, let's go back. <coughs> Hopefully you can hear me. Uh, last night I still had a voice. Paragidalid Pasik Aleph, and <coughs> we're going to begin the difficult uh, parsha of trying to explain the marriage, the first one, first of two or three, of Shimshin as the Pasik we saw last week. We're going to read it again quickly and then go into the very important and complex uh, topic of the Geiris, or lack thereof, which is unfortunately a very contemporary topic. in America and the rest of the world. And a lot of um, inaccurate information about the process. And we're going to try to in a few weeks, get a handle on the sugya. It's a very large sugya. Many years ago, we had a Shabbos afternoon for about five, six months. So we're going to have the shorter version. Uh, but it needs focus, dafka for Shimshin, because Shimshin is trying to do something as a snake undercover. Pasuk is already made by this one that Lachari did nothing wrong and his parents didn't understand it, but the Pasuk is going to weigh in, so to speak, on behalf of Shimshin. So it can't be wrong. The question is, why was it okay B'dievid and why was the B'dievid L'chadchil in this situation? We already saw in the Agdama a few months back that when you finish being Miyashiv, why it was mutter and needed in part of the job description what went wrong on Shimshin's level that there was a 1%, 0.001% of Nagias or Yetzahara, Taiva, that he was relying on his eyes too much. And you have to deal with that, because the Gemara says, of even though the Pusik is made, that what he did was part of the plan. So that's the main, the main, the Avera, similar to Meim uh, Riva with Meshra Benu and all the other inyanim that we uh, spoke about, uh, we started Yehoshua in, uh, in Passaic to see what, uh, for the Muncielim over here, for 19 years we had parallel tracks. I wanted to cover uh, ground, so you might have to actually listen to that or tune in, or we'll do Chazar afterwards. But Yehoshua started with the same thing, Yehoshua Benun's the God Ladar. And there are two things mentioned in the Chazal, things that he could have done better on his Madrega that weren't Averis. And we find that with Tzaddikim all the time. So the difficulty and the challenge in the Parish of Shimshin is to figure out the Fi Madregasa, what went wrong. And before you do that, you've got to figure out what was correct Alpidin. And that's the Aveda now for the next uh, few weeks. So let's first see the Psukim again. Vayere Shimshin Timnasa. We already saw that the doc brings down from the Gemara that Timna could have been a Yerida, could have been an Aliyah, going up, going down, depending on the approach or depending on the danger. For Yehuda, it ended up being an Aliyah. And for Shimshin, it ended up causing problems, even though he got the job done. Again, the proper way to do it. Sneas, the parents make the shidduch, and he asks his father, who is mechuyiv, to marry off the son to take care of it. Notice how it starts off, Lushan, of speaking to his mother and his father, and 
the father in Gimel and the mother weigh in and they sort of register a complaint, a tamiya. Plishtam is um, an insulting way to say it, which is why they said it that way. To emphasize, is, um, it's not politically correct, so don't use the expression in front of an akum, because it could be misunderstood. And the reason we have the expression in our Maseira it's for the Yidden to understand that it's something off-limits. So the closest Yiddish translation of Plishtam Arelim, uh, it's a very loose translation, is Ashiksa. So why do we use that expression? The answer is Badafka. So it's Meshukets. It's not, for, not that they're Meshukets. For us, it's Meshukets. So since that's just Beinenu, and people on the screen, and all the other people, various forms of so that doesn't mean you should use the expression where it's going to be misunderstood and you get insulted because it's for the internal use that people should understand that this is off limits. So that's the Lashem Plishtem Ha'arelim. It's said as, a, as an insult. Now, if you remember at the very beginning of Shaftim, over a year ago, we were discussing the Gaza Strip and the Plishtim. It's going to come back now in a big way, with the Plishtim from the Zion Umas. The Maskana was there living in Eitz Yisrael because Eitz Yisrael goes to Yardain to Shining Sea on the other side. Is that the expression? It's called the Mediterranean. So it's the whole thing. If you remember, there was quite a tumult. Is it part of the original conquest? Is it, uh, are they the Ten Umas? Rashi says Ten Umas is Keni, Kenizi, Kadmani, is Amon, Mayav, and Seir. Not Plishtim. So many take the approach, the plishtim were legamri not zayinumas, which explains why this would be mutter. We just have to explain she was from the plishtim arelim. Why would you want to do this? But also zayinumas, the nisalat is chatenbam. So machlekes lingamarik subis, machlekes sham, how we paskin, is let this chatenbam dafka after gerusam. Very important machlekes. Meaning, if they're not being megayah, there's nothing to discuss. And the Chiddush of Lattas Chatenbaum is if in Zion Umas, even after they are Megayer, it is still an Isidaraisa. Yeah, there's always options, like, you know, Mitzri can marry. Yeah, there's, there's options that it's not for, well, you want to know, another Ger who is already Mitzvah and Mitzvahs? Uh, not necessarily. A Ger can marry a Mamzer, Mamzeris, Suleikol. It's actually not so posh that this would be mutter. If the purpose is they shouldn't be entering into Klai so a mamzer, it's a but it might be a different gather. The nafkamina over here is important for Shimshon and for everybody else that came into Yisrael. First, there's But that, if they do tshuva and they accept zaymitz, they accept mas and shibud, is mutter. Does that take off uh, the Isra or not? But before you get to that shayla, the important shayla is, is the Isra chal after Geris or before? So if you never, it's a big swing in the Gemara, but if you never heard of the two possibilities, you'd be surprised if it's before Gerusan, then she's a shiksa, then it should be an Isra anyway. The answer is that there are many other possibilities what that Isra is. Very bad. Is it Kanan Pagamboy? Is it Karis Medivik Kabbalah? It's a Yecheskel? Is it Nashkaz uh, for Yisurim Dorabon on top of everything or independent? It might not be Le Tzchatenbam. 
depends how you hold in the Gemara. If you hold that it's only Zionumus and it's even after Gerusam, that's one approach. Or is it Lavdafka Zionumus? Is it everybody? Is it only when they're not Jewish? And that's the Makar that you can't marry them. That's the rights of intermarriage. That's a pretty big Makhlaikis. Is this possible the Makar? Right now, let's take one Mahalach. Let's assume the Plishtim are not from Zionumus, which most assume, and probably not even from the Tenumus. The Tishatimum would only be in Zionumus anyway, Tenumus of Lassalova. And the Plishtim are, what are they doing in the Gaza Strip? So they conquered some of the land. They were really between Mitzrayim and go up the coast to the Gaza Strip. How do I know that? Because when they left Mitzrayim, by Hebeshalach, Hashem didn't want to take them this way because the Pushtim were there. That wasn't the Gaza Strip. That was much lower. That was right when they got out of Mitzrayim. So some have a theory that they were a nation that lived in the Sinai on the coast as you go north from Mitzrayim. And like many other ancient civilizations, they sort of conquered upwards a little bit further north and they, for a Tufus, conquered part of the Gaza Strip. They didn't really belong there and it belongs to us and they're not from the Zionumas, so you can get rid of them to conquer the land, but there's no chi of l'sachayik al-neshama, and there wouldn't be l'tashatenban. We still have to deal with the Geiris. Right now, she's not Jewish. So that's the possibility over here of what the, how the shittas would fit in. Either way, the parents bring up, why are you doing this? Notice how he says this to his father. Why does he all of a sudden talk to his father? We just stressed father, mother, father, mother. So some say he was despite his plan and his clarity that this was the plan, which the Pesach seems to agree with, he was embarrassed in front of his mother, the Tzadikis, and he's talking to his father. Others say that the father has the chiv of marrying off the son. So the debate now is, I have a chiv to get you married. I'm doing a shtadlis, there's a shiduchim being read all the time, from central Eretz Yisrael, from regular Yidin, why are you looking into this? So he's debating the issue with his father. And not much of a debate in the bottom line, I don't know how long it was discussed, but Shimshin sort of insists, not a violation to keep it of aim, because he's trying to do his job. They just weren't aware of it. As of Dessler points out, Yashra Be'enai was too bold a statement, even though he was trying to be assertive because he had to start his job. But he was relying on, again, his madrig, a little bit too much on his eyes and his perception and the point oh oh one that might have been jading the issue was her yeshi or whatever the case may be and there was on his madrega some I can't say Yitzhahara mixed in but not a hundred percent Lashem Shemayim and as we uh, spoke about uh, whenever our very Lashemah comes up which is not too often uh, by Yal who managed to kill Sisra and do it a hundred percent Lashemah it was a one-time thing before she killed him, the Gilead Arias, but it was 100% Lashma. The danger is you have an Avera with Lashma, the Lashma part has to be 100% because the Avera is 100% also. You have the Maisa and the Machshava. That's the danger of this whole parak, the whole Maisa of Shimshin. And Shimshin was the uh, most likely person to succeed because obviously Menashe Mayim, he was chosen already before birth. So he was given the Kalim. It's just a very difficult job. Now the Pasuk gives the Haskama to Shemshim. He's trying to pick a fight and he has to make it personal and make it look like it's a family feud and they shouldn't take it out on Klai Yisrael but be scared enough to start up the Klai Yisrael and therefore stop their terrorist attack and their constant uh, 
damage that they're doing, they steal crops and burn crops and a lot of damage going on and he's trying to put a stop to it. So that's the balance he's trying to strike and make it look like whatever happens, they should just decide not to start up with anybody from his former people, even though he looks like a renegade. Rashi says, Alila means he's trying to pick a fight, which he will do successfully. So if the Pasuk gives a resounding Askama, so how do you say there's any Aver involved? So why did the Pasuk say, however, he should be very careful and it wasn't 100% per plan, it was 99.5%. Wasn't the Pasuk mentioned if, and, or, but? So the answer is, the following Pesukim, which we're not going to get to for a few weeks, as Shimshin actually starts going there, they're going to be simonim that he should always be reminded that this is a dangerous path. And he's going to bump into lions, which are not natural to attacking people in broad daylight in civilized areas. And uh, he's going to, even though he got his way over here, but as he's on the way, he is, he's an Azir. So he doesn't go near vineyards, which is good for Nazirim. Extra hachaka and extra gazera. But his parents are still not going to lose an opportunity going forward, even though the discussion seems to be over, to point out that these people are bad news. And maybe they're trying to get him to change his mind. Maybe they don't fully understand. This Pasek Dalet didn't ring out as a baskal during the discussion. That's for us. So it could be they still weren't convinced, or it could be they understood, it was a chiddush to them, but they're trying to warn him to be careful. So as they go near the vineyard, he decides to take a roundabout way, because he doesn't go near a vineyard, bumps into the lion. He's such an unovenant sadiq, he doesn't even tell his parents about the nace that he ripped it apart. We'll get to all that later. But as they see the vineyard in the distance, parents make a comment like, you see this vineyard, it's planted with all sorts of kalayim, and there's grape seeds and other seeds, because the plishtim don't care about kalayim. It's a tain on them, per what we had a night seder recently. My mom holds it's an iser for a guy to have uh, certainly a hybrid of uh, animals and trees. Zoram is a shayla, but they use the opportunity to point out that just like they do this with their grape seeds and their other grain production, they also do it in marriage and the are all mamzerim. This is after the discussion seems to be over in Pasig Dalid. But they point the opportunity, who we're going to make this Shidduch, and we bump into this vineyard, and look at the vineyard, it's all full of Kalayim, and that's the way they operate, and therefore she's probably a Mamzeris. Uh, the Chiddush over there is going to be, there is no Din Mamzeris by a guy. But the Araya is that it's still a Pagam, Araya. It's the obvious when we had that a few weeks ago, Pasha's Nayach. Kosh Baruch Hu takes 40 days to uh, drown everybody. And part of the Midah Kenegamida was that they were Matriach Kaviyach al Kosh Baruch Hu to create a fetus, the 40 days that were all Mamzerim. And Kosh Baruch Hu Kaviyach was angry about that. So he used the Midah Kenegamida to destroy the world in 40 days. There are no Mamzerim by Goyim. That's what Rashi referring to. The answer is, there aren't any mamzerim as layavo mamzel b'kaos kalashem, but it's a pagam. If everybody's being magala rice, that's a, that's a problem. So, even though in Pasuk Dal, the discussion seems to be over, it's not really over, and they're still nervous. 
either they're trying to convince them out of it or they're just trying to warn and be very careful. But there'll be warnings from lions and other such happenings. And Shem Shin still doesn't do anything wrong yet, but it's a dangerous mission. Yeah. Yes, it's not good. That's what you see. The same thing about Mamazeris. There's no application of Mamazeris by Kalashem. Mamazeris by Kalashem. Mamazeris by And you see that because Hakarvus Elon, which is a more direct, you have to take the branches and, and paste them on, sort of. And the same thing with Kalai Behemoth. So that's Taka also for them according to the Ramah. Kalai Zerayim and, and Kalai Karim is a different story. It's not the same Misa, but yeah, it's not good for the Bria, and that's not the way it's supposed to be. That's correct. And that's where you see this Bagam. Otherwise, they. They can't point it out unless you're going to say they're just using a point of reference. You see this mess? So they're the same mess by their relationships and their arayas and everybody's a mamzer. You see this in Rashi and Pashanach. You see it coming up in Vayishlach about, uh, when it talks about the Yitzhah uh, Seir and Esau's family and I'm pointing out the mamzerim but, but there's no Esau mamzerim. The answer is they have an Esau of arayas. The fact that the arayas produce a pagam in this mamzer is still a pagam. The fact they don't have an application is not... Not Ma'ala married in terms of the Bagam. That's an important aside. So let's go to the Rambam that I'm going to hand out now. And we'll begin. Rambam is, I would say, uh, brought down by everybody, widely misquoted. That's only recent. If you want to take a copy. It's two sides. Ignore the number eight and nine. I might be saving the first seven pages for a Shabbos sugya to go back to it. But what we need now is the exact Ramam, page 8 and 9. So, yeah. Correct. We're allowed to eat a beefalo. What? We're allowed to eat a beefalo. Beefalo is across the dinner counter of buffalo. It does not, sir. Well, tangerines and everything else. That's what I'm saying. No application that the kid born can't marry somebody, but it's a bagam. You're pointing out correctly that when it comes to the fruit, we're allowed to eat the tangerines and the tangellas, all of which were hybrids, even though it was an Issa de Reisa to do it. And apparently there's no bagam. I don't recall anybody saying that there's even a hid or not to eat it, which is a chiddish. Using it for a, uh, an esrog, you make a bracha on the tree, that's a different, but the esrog is going to be a problem. It's, it's a morkov, and very few achronim hold morkov is okay. We paskin morkov is not okay, there are dissenting opinions. But we don't find the bagaman eating it, and the beefalo is kosher, assuming a buffalo is kosher. That's a bigger debate than the beefalo, by the way. Well, we, we, most kosher agencies hold it is, but uh, nobody comments that whatever you do, even if you hold, you, know, you like buffalo separately, don't eat a beefalo. And um, a mamzer is a pagamda. So uh, the difference is one's in the Dereis and one's in the Karis. One's a chi of Misa. Even the Ramam brings down by Zion Mitzvahs. Zion Mitzvahs have a chi of Misa. The Hakavas uh, Elon and the Havas Behema, even if it's also Ragai, it's not a chi of Misa. So it could be levels of Bagam, what produces a Bagam when you do an Avera, when it's Asr Ba'ana. Basel Bacholov needs a special Pasuk that it's Asr Ba'ana. Not every time you do an Avera creates an Isra for the Chefsa. So that's a, that's a good point, and, and it's true because it's inherent that there's no Isra either way by Mamzerius Bagayim, but it is a Bagam per this Rashi and per the Rashi's in Vaishla and, and other Rayas. Yeah. 
Right, exactly. And no, I never saw anybody with machmer in it. It seems like there are certain kinds of things may not be technically wrong or, or punishable, but they're still a, a it, bad. It could be a lav So for us, by the way, it covers the Elon's a lav derisa. It could be, yeah, it could be Malkus, but it doesn't mean the result. That's what I'm saying. The chesed doesn't always become us. That's, that's clear. Even Maisa Shabbos, he said, this is Dorabonon to have Hanra from Maisa Shabbos. We're going to get to that at night Seder as well. Uh, it doesn't, uh, doesn't answer the chesed midiraisa. Because the Shabbos is a, a zman, you can't do this, but it doesn't answer the chesed. So yes, you have to... Yes, yeah, so that all, that's in this Dorabonon also. They answered it, Hamashal uh, Pesach was in this Dorabonon. Oh, it's Daraisa. There's a Shita, and it's Daraisa. We have a Shita in the Gemara. We don't, we don't pass like that. So, yes, yeah, so you got to know where it applies, but the Mamzer case of the guy is in the middle. It doesn't, there's no application that there's an Isser, but clearly Rashi's bringing down various Chazals that it's an Isser, and Shimshin's parents are going to point that out when they get near the vineyard, but we're not, we're a few weeks away from the vineyard. So, let's start the Rambam. I just wanted to, I put that in now to show you Pusik Dollar is not the end of the conversation. That's all. I'm an Amaya of uh, Light's daughters who are always very careful with talking about, as we were after Shachris. It's just very ironic. I lost my voice as I started talking to them, uh, talking about them. You'll, you'll notice that. I almost couldn't get it out. But <laughs> they were Goyim, and they were Mamzers, both, yeah, I'm an Amayev, and there was even a criticism on their Madrega, how much you should spell it out, and the dream with Ramesha, with uh, says she spelled it out, but she didn't want anybody to think it was an immaculate conception. That was the whole problem. We're dealing with a real Sadekis. Should she have used that? She gets the sky for going first. Uh, even though it was an Avera, but they didn't know that. The question this morning was, why, the, why didn't they know people were alive? And who, who was up for grabs? And Yishmael wasn't that bad yet. He was only 12. That's why I mentioned Yishmael. So that was the question this morning. But you see the reminder, Min Shamayim, how careful you have to be that I can barely get the words out as we were talking about. So that's, uh, that was noticed by me. Uh, and then I came back to Shimshin and came back. So be careful whenever you talk about Tzadikim. Uh, we're trying to be careful with, uh, with Shimshin. So let's begin the Ramam. And uh, we'll see what the Ramam holds to Miyashiv, what Shimshin did. And then we're going to discuss the uh, mistake and the misquotes. Uh, sometimes people make mistakes and they misquote things because they just make mistakes. But they're really good people and they mean well, like Ben Eitzlut. And unfortunately, we're not going to mention any names. As we go through this round in the next few weeks, I will point out that what, what is the biggest problem today in uh, Geiris of people who don't know what they're doing, even if they think they might mean well, is that it's possible to have an agenda where you want to make something mutter, then you start making incorrect diyukim in the Rambam. And that's not a mistake. That's premeditated that you're trying to prove something. You have a solution first in your mind, and then you go back and try to prove it. It's not a way to pass on a shayla, certainly in Hilchas Geiris, which is Talim Yichas Yisrael, and the integrity of Klai Yisrael. It's not a small shayla. So then when you make a mistake, that's a pshia, that's not an honest. If you start with Kromosvaras, and I'll, that's just a remez now. We'll get to it uh, the next few weeks. You'll understand what I'm talking about. Yudalit. It says, Hilchzisir Abiyah Parikir Gimel Pasuk Halacha Yudalit. The people listening online, we uploaded it a while back. And um, either it's part of a set, page eight, or I just sent these two pages. Al Yala, Al Daitcha, Shemshana Mashiach, Yisrael, Shlama Melchisal, Shanikra Yedidya. 
So Shlomo Melot, despite the mistakes and his calculations and his plan to bring the gula, he still called Yedidya at the end of the day, and he went to Lamhab, and he goes down, as we know, we learned it here, being, goes down as one of the great tzaddikim of all times, and tzaddikim of Malchi Beis David, who built the base of Mikdash. And so Rambam, instead of giving the whole profile, he just says, the Pusik still calls him Yedidya, and that was never canceled. That's the biggest compliment. Yedidya's Yedidka. You can't get better than that. And it wasn't taken away. So, Shlomo Melech and Shimshin, who's Moshiach Yisrael. Lemaisa, whatever we say over the next few months about Shimshin, he saved Klai Yisrael, did 99% of the job, and paid for it with his life and his <laughs> Ruchnius that was so dangerous. He still went to Olam Haba and goes down as a Moshiach Yisrael from the Tzadik Elam, And he's the only one referenced, Acharei Kachal he's the one referenced in Yaakovina's Bracha. And he knew that, and Yaakovina saw it, and he said, Lishuaschakivisi at the end, because he was very pained that he got killed in the process and how difficult it was, but it's still Shimshin. There's no other Shita. Achamai said that, well, now it's referring to somebody else because he didn't finish the job. Nobody says that. It's important to remember at the beginning and the end of this whole Parsha. So that's how the Ramam starts. You shouldn't even have a Havamina. Al Yal al How often does the Ramam use that? You count them on the fingers of one hand. You shouldn't think. It's a pretty rare expression. But that's how important it is. You have to know who we're dealing with. You shouldn't even think that they would even contemplate doing that. Even though it sounds like from the Pasuk by Shlomo Melech and by Shimshin that that's exactly what they did. In our psikkim over here, it doesn't say a word about a gay risk process. It's just so pushed that it doesn't have to say a word. What? While they're still shikses. As Lashon Goy. So the Ramam says, that's not even a havamina. You know, when somebody says in a drasha or somebody writes in a sefer, it's needless to say, and then they go on and say it. So why is that? So the Ramam just did that. Ramam is using a strong Lushan because it's a horrible Havamina and it's not true. But anybody being the Pesukim, if they're not uh, familiar with the Sugya, they're going to have that Havamina, both by Shlomo at length. Shlomo is criticized doing Avodazar himself and all the foreign women he brought in. So Ramam says, that's not the Pshat, and he says it in a big way. But of course he knows that somebody's going to make that mistake, which is why he's writing it in the Yad of Chazaka. There's not Merinavuchim. It's putting it in the Yad. That's how important this is for the introduction to the Sugya of Geiris, to not bring any rayas. That's why it's in the Yad HaZakah. But just interesting. And he's going to give you the secret. Also a word he doesn't use very often in the Yad HaZakah. That's a word that's extremely rare. That's like Maranavuchim. So I'll tell you the secret of what's going on. But it's not supposed to be a secret, which is why the Ram is spelling it out. This is part of the halachic process of the gayers to understand what's chal l'chatchila, what's b'dievet, what went wrong, and what was still chal b'dievet by Shlomo and Shimshin. Saida dover kachu. Sha'amitzvah hanachayna. V'lachatchila, correct way to do gayers, to entertain the gayers, to entertain the candidate for gayers. Kishiyavah ger, gayers, les gayer. First thing you do, and that's the second thing you do and the third thing you do also. It's a process. And the more toxic it gets in terms of how many things go wrong, the more you have to spend time doing it. 
People always ask, it sounds like in the Gemara, you ask them a couple of questions, and like at Shechem Peah, a few mixes, kalas, mixes, chamers, and you're good to go. Why does it take a year? Or a year and a half, two years? It depends what they know coming in. The answer is because how long do you have to have a history, especially in America, in modern times, started already in a skull in Europe, but it got worse here. How many mistakes and how many... Disasters you have to have before you realize that we got to change the process and slow it down to check these things out. So Baruch Hashem, the people who design these things uh, and the people involved in the sugya understand that quite often they can't handle it. Doesn't mean they're bad people. Just can't handle it. And they might be temporarily excited. And if they're too young, you don't want to do it. I had a shayla of a gear cutting once. I probably told the story shop this afternoon. I'm not going to tell it over again here for two reasons. It would uh, take me a few hours to describe why Lamaisa we had to do it. And if I give any information, the person is alive walking around. The Baruch Hashem still from. But uh, what a roller coaster. The kid was 11 and a half when he came to me. Rule number one is never do a gear cut who's 11 and a half. We do gear cut when you adopt a kid who's a month old, two months old, three months old. And he grows up, and hopefully in a full family, and it's a schus. If it's a full family, problem is often it's not. And zachlam shalabafanov, so then you could do it. You run the risk. You have to tell him at 13, he can be meicha, and if something went terribly wrong, he'll be meicha. Okay, so fine, so keep zayim mitzvahs. That usually doesn't happen, unless he was never keeping mitzvahs in the first place, which means the geras probably wasn't chal anyway. 11 and a half year old, you wait a year and a half, and after that you wait another nine years. We love teenagers. But they're teenagers, and preteens are even worse. I don't know which ones. Uh, and uh, did you ever see, witness a scenario where a teenager might be flippant about something and get temporarily excited and not be committed? Never heard of it. You're all, you're all nodding your head. Not my teen. But that's the worst time to, you have to be very calm, cool, collected, and stable in your Shkafa Zachayim to entertain a gayrus. You gotta, once you do it, if it's chal, you gotta keep it the rest of your life. So, I would never do a teen. I don't even like 19, 20, 21 year olds. The, the older, the better. And he's 11 and a half years old. So now I got the, the major headache of he's still a cotton, which is debatable because the Achrayim behold, like by Goyim, cottonous and godless is not a sheer, and the sheer is 12 and 13. And by them, it's just mature enough. So he might be a godol. So now I have a suffix whether he's the Chalagir cotton. And then I have to take somebody who's uh, just going through a phase and uh, not interested. And most of the time we don't even look at such an application because you're not doing anybody a favor and it's lifting either. It's like a disaster waiting to happen. And there was uh, one or two cases where, for various reasons we're not going to go into, uh, it had to be done. Then you have to do everything all tonight. And it might be a gear cut, it might be a gear goddle, and cover every base, which is complicated but possible to do. The Rambam says, you have to check him or her out to make sure that they can handle this and make sure there's no ulterior motive. If they can't handle it, there's nothing to discuss. And there's nothing wrong with them. It's very normal. The first thing you have, I once had um, a young uh, fellow, he was about uh, 19, 20, and he was sent to me by somebody, he says he really keeps uh, asking everybody about gay risk, can you just give him a quick interview uh, I don't have time, time, I'm not going to sit and discuss his life story for 20 hours yet. It was not a Havamina. So I just took about five or six English books off the shelf, basic stuff. 
Shabbos, Hashkafa, and Mitzvahs, and and um, I asked him. I said, "Are you a, are you a reader?" That's not to be assumed. But the answer to that is yes. In today's day and age, so he said, "Yeah, I read." I said, "You good at reading? Do you absorb?" He says, "Yeah, I'm actually pretty good." I went to him just. I don't know. It was IQ. I said, "There's five books. Uh, can you uh, not the five books of Moses? They were different subjects. <laughs> can you take this home and just uh, take a few weeks, a few months, come back, tell me what you think?" He looks at it and he says, oh, sure, I can, I can handle that. And I'd be very interested. And I've been working on this for a long time now. And I'm finally happy to be sitting uh, with the rabbi to be able to get going. I said, well, let's start with this. Come back to me in a few weeks. Let me know what you think. So he was mature about it, took it. And uh, this is even, there was no discussion. Klausi in the parsha, And if he's not, that's fine. We don't look for Garen. We look to dissuade them because it's not a favor to them. And often it's Lifnever. So... He comes back in a few weeks. Uh, I said, what would you think? He said, you know, this is pretty heavy stuff. <laughs> Where he's coming from, Baruch Hashem, if you're brought up and you have a good chinuch and or you get into it later on, but you can handle it. And um, I said, yeah, it's a lot there. He said, um, I can't handle even part of this. So I said, that's very honest of you. And I uh, pulled out a different book. It's about Zion Mitzvahs. I said, this you got to go through and memorize. And he said, thank you very much. So if you see a guy walking around who's not eating Avram and Achai, that's the guy. <laughs> so uh, that's great. That's that's wonderful, wonderful ending. Uh, of course, he couldn't have that. Most people can't. Like, you know, 99.9% of the people. And then you have select Halik and Hashamas from Nefesh Shasu Bukharan, according to the Zayar, and other people, and they can handle it. So then they make it through. What? So, yeah, that's right. But we don't have the resources and the time. We have a lot of cure. Unless, unless between last week and this week, you were Makari Rebbe in Klai Yisrael. Um, if we have any extra money or time, we need to be Makari Yidin first. Uh, that's... I, I respect that there's a machlekes about that, but if you want to know what we're spending money on Kirov, there's a lot to do. And if you meet a guy in a train, he says, I know him about Zion Mitzvah, so tell him about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I can't figure out who's a yid first. So, um, Lamaisa, you have to first find out B'chali in the parsha, and then even if they're smart enough and they have the uh, real bikush and stamina for it, you got to know what's driving this. That's the first thing the Ramam says. The Ramam presupposes these Maravos have nothing to discuss. So even if they are, so then what's driving this? And if it's money or covered or marriage, then even if they make it and they're macabre everything, the Geras is at best B'Dievid. Which means even if they're really keeping the mitzvahs, which again, right over the time in America, the person, if it's for marriage, who wants them to be Maguire is not from himself, so therefore she's not going to be from by and large, and therefore there's no Kabbalah's mitzvahs, and there's nothing to discuss, and that's when it gets in the second part of the Ramah. But the Ramah not talking about that yet, it's talking about even Lu Yitzur, they're going to keep the mitzvahs, and they're really going to read up, and they're going to learn, and they're going to do all the training, but what's propelling them is not Avas Hashem, it's the practical thing of their boss is Jewish, the company's Jewish, everybody's from, and they feel to get ahead in the corporate ladder, it'd be better if they're from. That sounds wild. It's not so great. There are books that sell very well about how to marry a Jew, Rahman Laslan, and make a lot of money. And so they're coming in for uh, all these reasons. 
even if they keep everything. The Rambam says, we shouldn't have accepted them. And Bidyeved, it's a Geiris Bidyeved, even though the Geiris is Chal. And the Chilik, the Rambam doesn't spell it out exactly like this, but the way the Achranim say, there's a Ger Tzedek, and then there's a Ger that's Chal Bidyeved. We're not trying to make any Gerim in terms of being proactive, and if we do, it's supposed to be a Ger Tzedek, not a Ger that got in by the skin of their teeth. Most don't even get there. But that's what the Rambam is referring to here. We have to do Bidikas here. Presupposing again that they can really handle it, but we still shouldn't be accepting them if it's not for altruistic reasons alone. Ramam gives a few choices of what that might, might be. First one line, this guy. Might be doing get, get ahead with finances. He feels he's looking for a certain position. I don't know what that was then. What position? Uh, I can't even hold a position depending on where the position is in the community, uh, today it would be to get a spot on the basketball team. What is the television? Maccabi? Yeah. That's, that's a modern application. I, I don't know what it was then. I'm curious. What position can you give them? I'll be din. But today, it's, I don't know what they changed the law. So Kiddush, they still have that in the books. But if you want to join uh, the Israeli Basketball Association, you have to be Jewish. So they had a few Gairam who did that. Uh, most of them didn't keep misses. So that's not Chal. I think one, maybe. Um, but even if they keep mitzvahs, it's only Bidyevid. Or they see David Mouse winning all the wars. And, and it's dangerous not to be Jewish in that environment. And they want to be Megayim Nea Pachad, like what happened after Mordechai Esther. Says Beferish that tens of thousands of Gerim, and Pusik says, because of Pachar Yehudim. We don't remember that too much in Gullah's conditions, but that was the condition then. And all these reasons are propelling them to come, and they're going to keep the mitzvahs. Vim Ishu Acharav, this is Akulam, the biggest uh, concern. Mishu Acharav, Shema Enov, Nasam, Beisha Yehudis. If it's a Shegitz Akum, and he might want to marry a Jewish girl. Again, even if they're really willing to keep the mitzvah, you can't accept them. If you checked it out and there's nothing in the background, then you tell them that most people can't handle this and it's a big schus and you get a lamhaba and it's well worth it, but you're not to do this. Isn't that an interesting expression? You want to be careful. You don't want to talk Lashon Hara about Tere Mitzvahs. It's a tremendous list and there's no better way to spend your time. So you don't want to tell them, oh, it's uh, too much of an imposition. That, that's not true. So you tell them, that even by Klai Yisrael, Amaratzim don't handle it that well. That's why they're still Amaratzim. They're Jews, they keep it, but they find it difficult. So why would you want to come in and be an Amaratz and not do it well? It's a lot to handle, well worth it, but we're trying to talk him out of it right now. That's why his Lushan is very meduyak here. In order that they should give up their plan, just keep Zion Mitzvah. If you see they're still pushing ahead and they're doing a me'ava, then you makabal them. Makabal Nesan Shanama, Vatera Kimis Ametzis, Idalechas, by Rusan Ami. Misametzis means she kept pushing and pushing, and Nami realized this is real and this is the Shema. She's doing it besimcha. Misametzi lachazita vatechta ladaber elah, and then she stopped and she was makabel her. 
but that has to be Lashma and you have to look at the motives. And Mitzvah we will continue next week. Thank you.